0: wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily episode 1508. Learn how to tune in to your hunger and fullness cues by Crystal Cargus of crystalcargus.com, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Monday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs all for free, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, we have a bunch of shows covering a lot of different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in any podcast app to find them. And with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Learn how to tune in to Your Hunger and Fullness Cues by Crystal Cargis of crystalcargis.com Quote, Nothing would be more tiresome than eating and drinking if God had not made them a pleasure as well as a necessity. Voltaire. My sophomore year in college, my grandparents were kind enough to give me their old Ford Taurus to drive. Now, as a poor college student with very little resources, this was a gift from heaven. No more taking the campus shuttle around town or begging for rides. I had officially moved up a level. I called this car Old Blue, and for good reason too. It had the classic crank windows and cassette player, and unfortunately for me, the electrical system was a bit unreliable. Every so often, one of the gauges would stop working, which wasn't the safest way to drive, but nevertheless, I was happy to have a car to get me to my destination. One weekend, my sister and I were driving home from school in Old Blue, through the most torrential downpour Southern California has ever seen. We were in the thick of Los Angeles traffic when the windshield wipers decided to stop working. We began to panic, wondering how we were going to survive this car trip. Out of despair, I hit the dashboard with my fist as hard as I could and lo and behold, the wipers started working again. This was only a temporary fix as the wipers would freeze again, quickly filling the windshield with blurry water pour. My sister then became the designated dashboard hitter slamming the dash with her fist every few minutes when the wipers would freeze up. Thankfully, we made it home safe and sound, but not without bruised fists and fear of driving through the rain again. Normal hunger and fullness cues. As human beings, we are programmed with similar gauges that help our body survive. When something in our bodies is off, we have internal controls that alert us. And just like a car that may have broken gauges, our sense of direction and balance is thrown off when our internal controls are disrupted. This is directly applicable to how we feed and nourish our bodies. We are innately born with natural hunger and fullness cues that help our body gauge exactly how much we need to eat in order to stay well and thrive. Think about a toddler who is learning to eat while sitting in a high chair. You give the toddler a couple different food options to enjoy. And what will commonly happen once that toddler has enough to eat? Mealtime will become a play session, and that toddler will begin playing with their food, throwing their food, or squirming to get out of their seat. These are normal responses for a toddler who has recognized that their bodies have had enough to eat. Similarly, a baby or toddler would give certain cues when they are feeling hungry or in need of food. When dieting affects eating behaviors. unfortunately. These natural hunger and fullness cues that guide our ability to eat get sabotaged by many disrupting factors that we encounter through our lives. It can be things like having a dieting mentality, being a chronic dieter, being submerged in dieting culture, frequently weight cycling, depriving ourselves of food, frequent periods of restricting and or binging. Just like driving a car with a broken odometer or gas gauge, It becomes difficult to trust your body or even know how to feed your body appropriately, especially when your signals of normal hunger and fullness may have become distorted. Nourishing a healthy relationship with food Whether you have a history of chronic dieting or disordered eating, it can be hard to know how to get back to basics. Nourishing a healthy relationship with food begins with normalizing your eating habits and reconnecting with your natural instincts of hunger and fullness. This often means rediscovering the pleasurable aspects of eating and learning to eat what is truly satisfying and pleasurable, not according to a dieting mentality. Another aspect is developing inner awareness or mindfulness in regards to your body and the many sensations of eating. This will ultimately help you find greater satisfaction with eating as well. So often we put food in our bodies without giving any real thought to how the food tastes or without even considering What do I really want to eat right now? Learning to consider each of your senses while eating can help you reconnect with your body and better respond to your innate ability to regulate your hunger and fullness. Eliminating distractions while eating can also help you better tune into what your body is needing, such as putting your phone away or turning off the TV. Becoming an intuitive eater. The process of fixing your internal gauges that have been damaged by diet culture or dieting is a gradual journey. If you find yourself recognizing that you don't often listen to your body but want to regain these abilities, know that you are not alone. Awareness is the first step toward change. Learning how to trust your body once again and tune into your hunger and fullness cues are important principles of intuitive eating. You can develop a lifetime of freedom and joy in your eating by developing a comfortable relationship with food and your body. Reach out for help and support if you are struggling in this area and are ready to hone the innate intuitive eating skills that are already inside of you. You just listened to the post titled, Learn How to Tune In to Your Hunger and Fullness Cues by Crystal Cargis of crystalcargis.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Harahachibu. This is a simple phrase that many Okinawan citizens say to themselves before they begin eating. Now, it loosely translates to, eat until you're 80% full. Or, put another way, eat until the hunger feelings have passed, but not until you feel full. The difference between feeling 100% full after our meal and eating until we no longer feel hungry can mean the difference between consuming 500 calories and 1,000 calories in one sitting. Okinawa, Japan, has quite a few citizens that live to see their 100th birthday. When researchers try to figure out why Okinawans are living longer than many other civilizations around the world, they found that their diet is rich in nutrient-dense foods and their eating habits may be more healthful. Eating habits like eating until they're only 80% full. Alright, that'll do it from me for today. I hope you have a great start to your week. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.